Hi again, Attorney Steve Vondran, and welcome back to the Vondran Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondran, licensed practice law, California, Arizona. We take federal copyright cases, trademark, nationwide. So this is general legal information only, not legal advice. This podcast is going to discuss the California anti-slap law, the anti-slap law. Now, that's a law with a nice name to it, right? Anti-slap. You just want to slap somebody's lawsuit. So anyway, here's what's going on here, okay? Just so you know, so you got the, so you have the, the fundamentals of what this is, okay? So what happens is nowadays with the internet, with people commenting, with review sites, with, with Facebook posts, with Twitter posts, you know, everything. Everybody can comment on discussion boards. I mean, you name it, there's, it's, you know, it's basically First Amendment freedom of speech just gone, gone wild, right? So everybody's running around. Now, some, sometimes somebody will say, well, wait a second, the things that they're saying about my company are not true, or what they're saying about me is completely false, or it paints me in a false light, or, you know, it's revealing um, private facts or something like that. So, one of the laws that came up, I think because the courts realized, look, if we let everybody sue every time somebody's just sort of engaging in free speech, what's going to happen is you're going to chill the speech. The word is chill. That means like nobody's going to be talking. And look, we'd rather have people talking. We'd ha- rather have people with hurt feelings, so forth and so on, when it comes to free speech. Just let people talk. You know, sticks and stones may break my bones or those kinds of things. So, and they realized, I think, that, you know, with, you know, hundreds of millions of people in the United States, that there was going to be some issues if everybody was filing a lawsuit every time they were upset over what somebody else was saying. And so they passed a law known as the anti-slap, and that's under the California Code of Civil Procedure. And you're looking at section 425.16, 425.17, and sections in that area. So that's what you're looking for. CCP 425.16 is your starting point. Okay. So, and so what it is, is basically if somebody's filing a suit, you're just engaged in your old free speech, you're speaking your mind, you're, you know, let's just say you're not defaming someone. Now, if you're defaming someone, that could be a problem. Okay. If you're, if you're um, abusing someone's identity, taking and misappropriating their identity to sell things, that could be a problem. So, you know, free speech, it's going to have its limits. It's not going to be, you know, everything you wish it could be. You, you don't have this unlimited power to do whatever it is that, that you want to do. But say it's just a general comment. You made a company, a comment about a company, you know, hey, this, you know, company's horrible. They go and they um, file a lawsuit against you. What you can do, so the plaintiff files the suit, which what you can do as a defendant is you can say, wait a second, there's no way this guy's going to prove defamation. I mean, all I was doing was speaking my opinion. I just said their, their place is no good. I hate it. So, uh, but now they're trying to sue me for defamation. So you could then file what's called the anti-slap. Now let's just break it down. The slap, S-L-A-P-P, double P, S-L-A-double-P, SLAP stands for Strategic Lawsuit Against Public Participation. Okay, so that means you're participating in basically general free speech and somebody comes in with a lawsuit designed to get you to shut up. Okay, and so this uh, section of the law was put into place 
um, to allow a defendant to come forward without doing all the discovery and fighting a lawsuit and doing the whole thing, but to just come forward and say, judge, um, this is chilling free speech and they have no legitimate grounds for, you know, there's no way in heck they're going to win their lawsuit. Whatever their claims are, are totally frivolous. They've got nothing. This is just designed to harass and chill my free speech. So that's really the crux of what these anti-slap motions are. And But I'm going to give you just real quick here, if you're looking for a little more of the elements on how the court may view this motion and, you know, kind of how it works. So first thing is when you file that motion, generally your discovery is going to stop. So there's no discovery and the plaintiff, you know, needs to have their case lined up, ready to, ready to prove. So, you know, you file the motion and the other party, the plaintiff, uh, well, let's put it to you this way. That's step two. The, the defendant initially, the defendant initially, so this would be the person that came forward and said, I don't like that place, it's horrible. Service is the worst I've ever seen. Um, they need to come forward and show that this is free speech, Your Honor. This is protected free speech. I mean, I'm just out here talking about my experiences with the company, so forth, so on, but it's free speech, okay? So if the defendant can make that hurdle, prove, make that showing, and get the judge to say, I agree, I agree, this is First Amendment, baby, all the way. Um, they are chilling your free speech. Then, and only then, do you go to step two, which is even if it tends to chill speech, if there's a valid cause of action, a valid underlying cause of action, or two, or three, or five, whatever you have, if you have causes of action that you can prove, um, you know, for example, you're misappropriating somebody's identity in, in making some claims or your claims are false statements of fact, which is defamatory. Like, you know, um, I hate the place and the, and the, uh, person working there is, is, was convicted of a felony and that's a total lie. Well, you may have some problems because now under step two of the analysis, the plaintiff is going to come forward and say, even if you consider that to be your exercise of your First Amendment free speech, still, I am going to prove my causes of action. I'm going to prevail. There is merits to my lawsuit, okay? Because it's a two-step analysis under CCP 425.16. So just to recap, okay, the defendant, the one that sued, they got to come forward and say, well, this was a free speech protected activity. Okay, that's their burden. On the other step, the plaintiff must come forward. If you get past step one, under step two, plaintiff must come forward and say, I have valid causes of action and I, ha- I can prove it. Here's my evidence. Here's my declarations. Here's my admissible evidence. Here's things that I have to prove that. So the court then sort of weighs it and decides, and, and based on that, you know, an anti-slap, if it's granted, you know, the, the party that filed it, that would be the defendant, could then seek attorney fees and costs and whatnot. And that, again, it's designed to stop frivolous lawsuits that don't have any merit, no merit to them, and that are really just brought to Chill's free speech. So that's kind of the gist of what you're looking for. I want you also to be aware that there is an exemption, what we call the commercial speech exemption, and that is what I referred to at the beginning, CCP 425.17C, C is in Charlie, 
that's CCP 425.17. And this is where you have basically competitors' um, statement or conduct by a competitor, representations of fact about um, that person's or another person's um, competitor's business operations, their goods, their services, and that's made for the purpose of obtaining approval for, promoting, or securing sales or leases of or commercial transactions. So it's kind of commercial speech where you're you're pretending you're engaging in some sort of free speech thing, but you're doing it against your competitors. And um, where that was step one, step two is where the intended audience of a, of a communication such as this is an actual or potential buyer or customer or a person likely to repeat the statement to or otherwise influence an actual or potential buyer or customer. So that's a lot of gibberish. That's a lot of gibberish. If you want to read it, um, you can find out more. Just go to slaplawyer.com. I have an article written on this in case you need to get the handy reference. That's slaplawyer.com, S-L-A-P-P. Slaplawyer.com. So, um, but you know, and and I have the tests and things on there for you. So that's kind of the, you know what it is. So if you have a competitor that's engaging in the so-called free speech and they're trying to promote their services or cut down the other guy or do this, that, or the other, this exemption should be raised. These are things to look at in every case under these slap anti-slap motions. There's also uh, some legal authority for a slap back. So if somebody is filing an anti-slap with no grounds, there is a grounds to, I have found authority to slap back and that's come back and hit them with a with basically a malicious prosecution action. So, you know, bear that in mind. So these things can go back and forth. It's the reason why if you're involved in this situation, you want to get a law firm involved, a, a litigation firm like ours, somebody that's been through the, tr- the ropes and the trenches of litigation and, you know, can help you decipher and make these arguments, okay? So, but that's it. I wanted you just to have a better understanding of the anti-slap law than most people have. And again, it's the, the purpose is is we don't want to chill free speech. We want to allow legitimate speech. However, if somebody, if your speech is part of somebody's causes of action and they can prove the causes of action, then you know filing the anti-slope slope slap motion could be deemed frivolous, and you could end up paying you know attorney fees for the other party. So you know it's kind of a weird thing. But again, if you're involved in this situation, you need a slap lawyer in California. We can handle this case. We can look at your cases in California, take a look at it, and give you some thoughts. So this is general legal information only, not legal advice, not a substitute for legal advice. If you need more information, give us a call. Again, go to slaplawyer.com, S-L-A-P-P, slaplawyer.com. Attorney Steve Vondrant, we hope you enjoyed this. If you like it, feel free to share it on your social media networks, and we'll talk to you again. And thanks a lot. Okay? Have a great day, everybody.